0: I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back, everybody, to the Live in the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaletti, health coach, motivational speaker, and lover of all things healthy living. Today, we're talking about plant-based living, living plant-based. Now, before we start, I want to do full disclosure. I am not a dietitian. I am not a nutritionist. I am just a lover of reading books about this experimenting and trying foods myself. My wife and I do this constantly and I feel like I'm a lifelong learner of becoming plant-based but I do not have massive credentials just so you know and I'm giving you full disclosure. Nothing that I say here is in stone for you to eat immediately. I just want to throw out some ideas and tell you how it's affected my life in a massive way. I used to eat, when I was competing on stage for men's physique competitions, which I won a bunch of them in 2011, 12, and 13, I used to eat, here was my basic diet, almost every day in the morning, I would eat eggs after I worked out, sometimes an egg white omelet, sometimes regular eggs, then at least two to three times a day, I would eat grilled chicken with A vegetable, most likely broccoli, sometimes some brown rice. I would eat that three or four times a day. That's no exaggeration. My diet was boring. I am able, for whatever odd reason, for people that know me well, they know I can eat the same thing every single day and be extremely happy about that. I, I like variety in my food and in my life, but sometimes I just get on this routine of eating the same thing. And I can still do that sometimes. I'm on a lentil kick right now. So I eat lentils almost every day. I love them. We'll get into lentils a little bit later, though. The point is, I used to eat meat and dairy and fish like crazy. And I I did feel great. However, I'm sure there was some side effects, so to speak, on my body that I was not aware of. I did not have a blood test done around that time. So regarding the chicken and the eggs, I don't know where my cholesterol was, but I still felt pretty good. I felt halfway decent. Looking back on that, I wish I would have competed as a plant-based competitor. I wish I got more knowledge. I wish I was seeking more knowledge at the time, but I wasn't because I just felt good and I didn't really see a reason to seek that knowledge, which was, I believe, a mistake. But I just want to tell you the truth on when I competed, what I was eating, etc. I'm excited to compete now. I think I might do it at age 40, compete on stage again as a complete plant-based beast, plant-based beast. I kind of like that. So that's what I used to eat. Transition happened. My wife actually transitioned before I did. My wife, Steph, Chef Steph, if you've seen her on social media, she probably made the transition at least a couple of years ago. I'm about a year into this. And the point with me telling you about our transition is, it does help to have a support system. I just learned this on a call. The woman said that the number one reason people fall off the wagon, so to speak, with vegan or plant-based or vegetarian is because the people around them, most likely friends and family, will beat them down and say things, not physically, hopefully, but mentally and verbally say things like, what are you gonna eat your little broccoli salad again today? and eventually the person reverts back to the old ways because they feel that pressure from people around them. So I am very blessed that Chef Steph, my wife and I in our house, were both on board with plant-based. I would ask you to seek out, if your husband or wife or kids or family are not on board with this, find your support system, find your herd, as my wife says, find your group, that can help you make this transition if this is something that you truly want to attempt to do, which is slowly transition into plant-based or into vegan or into vegetarian or Mediterranean or whatever you're looking to change. It helps in any scenario that you find a support system. One of my favorite lines from the book Atomic Habits, let me see if I can get this right, is you want to find a group whose normal behavior is your desired behavior. James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits. I have to say this again because I think it's one of the most powerful things you could ever uh, I just have this just in my brain forever. If you want to make a change, get in a group where their normal behavior, in this case plant-based eating, is your desired behavior, which is what you desire. Or if you want to become a runner, you get into running groups because that's their normal behavior and that's your desired behavior. I think this is a huge deal, whether it's with eating, with exercise, with anything, with finances, with a new job, with starting your own business, you want to get in these groups where they're already accomplishing, it's normal to them, what you desire. So I think that's a big, big deal. Here's the other reason, this whole plant-based thing, a lot of people ask me this, which is, Will you ever eat fish again? Will you eat chicken again, et cetera? My answer is, depending on where we are in the world, if we're blessed enough to travel and get immersed into some of these other cultures, absolutely, I may try whatever that country's or that city's or that culture's food is because I'm always curious to see you know, how different people live their lives. However, here in the United States, I'm about 99.9% sure. There's just no reason I can think of to fathom going back to eating dairy, to eating chicken, to eating fish, because I'm 37 years old. I am not exaggerating. I feel like I'm 22. Actually, I feel better than when I was 22 because I was drinking five, six, seven nights a week and treating my body horribly and just exercising very poorly. So I feel, when you feel so good, why go back to something where you did not feel as good? That makes no sense to me. It'll never make sense to me. And the same goes for you. Once you start making these changes, I'm not going to guarantee anything, but with this plant-based living and, or even just slow upgrades of your diet, you're most likely going to start feeling better if you're slowly making these positive transitions. So why would you go back to feeling worse? It just doesn't make any sense. Here's the other thing. I've, Recently, in the last three years, become a pretty hardcore endurance runner. I was able to run 100 mile ultra marathon, a 100-mile ultramarathon, a 45-mile one, ran 21 marathons in 21 days, which just, it still makes me smile that that even happened. I'm not suggesting anybody try that, but here's my point. Being plant-based and all the things I've read, and now from my own experience, my, the diet is anti-inflammatory. So for the most part, almost everything I'm eating is helping with inflammation, i.e. if I'm running and I have some inflammation in my legs and my knees and my ankles and my Achilles, whatever, the food we're eating and the water I'm drinking is helping reduce that inflammation. So I, I don't know the exact science behind it, but all I know is I am recovering much quicker now at 37 years old, then when I ran a half marathon, when I was 25, I think, it took me like a month to recover because I was drinking alcohol and treating my body like crap. Now, as I stand here today, I ran 10 miles yesterday, I feel nothing right now. I mean, I'm a recovery nut and I ice and I stretch and I do all these different exercises to make sure I do recover quickly. But at 37, again, I just feel insanely incredible. And to anyone listening to this, no matter what your age is, I'm excited to hear feedback. So please on social media, DM me, comment, let me know on the YouTube, on comments, wherever, how your diet has affected you, whether positively or maybe even negatively, and then it'll help you make a change. Other benefits. Other benefits are clearly the whole animals and helping out animals. I've YouTubed and seen plenty of these documentaries on how animals are treated. I'm not saying all of them are like that, but it does give me a more of a sense of purpose to hopefully be helping out the environment around us by eating a plant-based diet. makes me feel very, very good. Here's the last thing, and this might be one of the most important, and I am a massive advocate of this, I'm going. I just got a receipt from when we went. To, I went to Aldi grocery shopping, and, and I want to prove this to everybody. Healthy living, whether whatever the diet is that's healthier, does not have to be extremely expensive. My wife Steph always laughs at this because I go, I can go off, and I'm going to give you just quick examples of what I mean. As I mentioned earlier, I'm on this lentil kick. A bag of lentils which is very high in protein, by the way. The nutrition facts on it are great. It's, it's got a lot of fiber. It's high in protein. It's got some carbohydrates. It is low in fat, so you can add something, all, extra virgin olive oil or something else in there to give you some healthy fats, maybe some nuts, whatever. Lentils are one of the cheapest healthy foods that are probably out there. I don't even know what it costs, but it's like two bucks a bag, and it gives you 13 to 15 servings. Here's another idea. Oats depending on what foods you can or cannot eat. Clearly, don't eat this if you are not able to eat these, but oats are extremely inexpensive. And you can go up the ladder as far as how organic and how close to the actual oat you want to get. Oat groats, and there's rolled oats, and then there's the instant oats. But as long as you're getting the actual oats and not getting all the different sugary crap that's in them that a lot of the companies put in them, you should be in pretty good shape. Tofu is extremely inexpensive and I understand the rap on tofu you might be saying Matt it tastes like a sponge whatever all I'm telling you is there are inexpensive healthy options out there I know this is one of the biggest raps on vegan or healthy or plant-based it's just too expensive Matt I can't do it well you know what's expensive medical bills 20 years down the road when you're sick and you have this illness that's what I like to think about I'm trying to treat my body well now at 37, so that way when I'm 57, 67, 77, I'm not spending half my life in a hospital, and I'm healthy enough to not have to pay these massive medical bills down the road. Beans, 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 black beans, organic black beans, one of the most inexpensive proteins out there, period and i would call them a very healthy food the last one is just some fruits i understand some fruits can be expensive i understand some vegetables can be expensive but there's plenty of fruits and veggies that don't have to break the bank they're unbelievably good i'm a huge apples fan i probably eat two to three apples a day bananas how about bananas how inexpensive are bananas you can get what six or eight of them for a couple bucks the point is there are a lot of ways I'm not saying it's easy. You have to dive deeper into this, but there are so many ways and so many foods that are inexpensive, that are extremely healthy. So I beg you, if you have your brain set on, I don't want to eat healthier because it's too expensive. I beg you to shift that. Please, please shift that. I would say you can't afford not to eat healthier. Just think about the benefits. And think about your body as this temple. I, I know a lot of the times you've probably heard the quote of we give our dogs better food than we give ourselves, which is true a lot of the time. I mean, we'll get the dogs the more expensive food because, hey, we got we to gotta take care of Fido. But then yourself, you give yourself the the cheap, horrible food for you. And I think we need to start leveling up so we're at least at the level of our dogs with our food, right? Let's make small changes to level up. And I'm telling you all, if you could just feel how I felt, I'm shocked at 37 how I feel. I'm, I'm hoping this gave you a couple of ideas that maybe you have a little breakthrough and you try something new, whatever it is. Even if it's making a change of... Instead of whatever unhealthy breakfast you're having, you change to a healthier breakfast. Just one small change can start this habit snowball, that I love to call it, that can just create a completely different life for you. I hope you got something out of this. I'm sending you my love. Plant-based living is how... Steph and I will live the rest of our lives. We feel too good not to. I hope you gain some information from this. Much love to you all, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't,